0: Listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services they provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. I'm Sherry Crop,
1: and I'm Gavin Roberts, and we're your hosts for this podcast. Today we have staff from the Fayetteville Cumberland Parks and Recreation joining us to talk about some of the things that they've been doing to stay active in the community during the COVID. COVID-19 pandemic, and also highlight some of the outdoor opportunities for residents to enjoy. Our guests are Josh Williams. He's out at the J.D. Phone uh, Recreation Center in Grays Creek. Jennifer Smith, she's in charge of the park rangers, and, and she works out of the Clark Park area. And then we also have Shelby Poston. and I probably just butchered your last name, and I totally apologize. You work out at the College Lakes Recreation Center.
0: Now, uh, Josh, we're gonna start with you. You're a Recreation Center Supervisor, and I know that COVID-19 presented quite a challenge for trying to stay engaged in the community, but but you all, Parks and Rec staff, had come up with some pretty creative ideas to stay engaged. Can you talk about some of the outreach efforts that staff has been involved in?
2: Um, Yes, so clearly it's uh, a time of uncertainty and it's definitely not the norm, Um, but during this time, Uh, our department has decided to do some some things that keep us interacting with the community um, since that essentially is our job Um, so we didn't want the pandemic to put that to a halt so what we have done is we have started to put together um, videos for families to do from the comforts of their home. Obviously, we're supposed to be social distancing and everything like that. So instead of having them out in the public and around each other, we've decided to do Facebook videos, um, YouTube videos. They can also catch them on our city webpage. But they're just um, different activities. Um, we're starting to do Halloween activities now, um, and we're going to keep doing them going forward um, for seasonal activities and different holiday themed activities going forward. Um, so we're just offering this. We know it's um, a hard time for everybody, um, but they are going for the, um, with, with the virtual school, I know my, my sister personally is a, a mother of four. So she has four age kids doing virtual schooling at the same time. So when that's over, I'm sure by the time that's done, parents are wiped out. So we wanna offer something for those kids to keep doing that's constructive. Um, and time, you know, it'll take up some time for them, and that way it's kind of filling in for a recess or arts and crafts and stuff like that. So we just wanted to provide something not just for the kids but for the adults and families everywhere to just keep um doing the, the leisure activities that we would normally provide during um, normal operating hours. Right. So now they can do them from the comforts
1: of their home. Right. And I know people are calling in right now just trying to uh, participate yes, in a lot of yes. those programs. So.
2: so let me just say, first and foremost, we miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people have been calling. They won't do sports so bad, open gym and all of that. So uh, please bear with us. We want to get back to normal just as you guys do. Um, so just hang in there.
0: Well, I think you've been doing a great job with the videos. And I think the, um, the goal of it is to keep people active right. uh, and to stay engaged with the community. Right. So you do an awesome job. Um, and like you said, they can find it on FCPR's uh, Facebook page. Right. I know that um, on the city of Fayetteville's Facebook page, we also share those and the city's educational resource page. All those videos can be found. Now, I I know that um, staff have also been involved in what would normally be a volunteering uh, program for Meals on Wheels. Talk about that.
2: Yeah, so like you said, it's normally a volunteering um, program. From what I understand, it's usually um, a group of seniors that do it. Um, obviously since the pandemic is here we don't want to put them at risk um, so anytime that there's an opportunity to help serve our community we definitely want to capitalize on that so um, Parks and Rec our department um, with the help of our athletic staff has um, decided to kind of take that over and start doing Meals on Wheels um, and from what I gather from that it's a, uh, a route I think they did up to nine different routes throughout the city. Um, we're down to four routes now. But um, anywhere from five to 14 participants on each route is what we serve. So they're getting um, a, a pretty nice meal with some cold beverages to go with it, and some fruit and everything like that. So it's good to get out in the community. And, and of course, we want to be out there being seen, doing nice gestures. Um, so I'm thankful that our department decided to help out with that one.
1: All right. Well, Josh, I know you guys – that's a really – Uh, glad to hear that you guys are staying active and helping out so many members of our communities in the different way now jennifer i want to take the conversation over to you and what you guys are doing out there as a park ranger at clark park Um, i'm sure you've seen the increase in the number of people coming out to the facilities because you guys got some great trails through the woods you're right there on the caper river trail which is always a popular destination even before covid19 ever hit so what are some of uh, the opportunities available for people who want to be outside and stay active?
3: Um, well, we yeah, we have seen some uh, unprecedented use of that Cape Fear River Trail and also of the small and unpaved trails at the Clark Park Nature Center. A lot of people are unaware that we have um, what amounts to and sums up to be uh, several miles of unpaved trail there at the center that are wonderful for um, deep relaxation and uh, nature study. One of our favorites is the Bear Trail, which traces um, one of our deep ravines that is lined with all types of native vegetation that leads out to a view of the Cape Fear River. So we've had a lot of people discovering uh, those wooded trails, enjoying also the waterfall that's behind the nature center. Um, but also enjoying um, features like the playground. And um, we have created some uh, Playdate with the Earth activities that we have put on trees uh, around the Nature Center and along the Cape Fear River Trail that remind people uh, that some of the most um, interesting activities uh, in terms of nature education Are still available to them even though the park rangers themselves have not been given a lot of programs lately Uh, and these uh, It with the Earth activities um, show parents and remind parents of some of the very simple things that they can do with children to help them discover um, the lessons that they can learn by looking at very simple objects in nature, leaves, rocks, mushrooms, um, looking for signs of animals. Uh, We have all kinds of suggested activities to help parents um, uh, expose their children to the learning opportunities and um, deep opportunities for observation that uh, just being out in nature uh, allows.
1: So Clark Park, are you guys the nature center, is that open to the public now?
3: It is open to the public now. Um, It's open for self-guided exploration from the hours of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. It's open 10 to 4 on Saturdays until the end of October. And we even have a brand new exhibit called Small Wonders in the inside of the Nature Center that has 35, um, or 38, I should say, Uh, tiny um, wildlife miniatures inside a diorama that you can search for and you can take home a set of trading cards that uh, are made um, based on these miniatures animal miniatures that have uh, factoids on the back that you could trade and enjoy uh, learning about um, uh, with your friends and family so we're really excited about that exhibit it was partially funded by the Arts Council, Florence Rogers Trust, and the Cumberland Community Foundation. So we're real excited that that's open for use.
1: And I know you guys had one other thing that just opened up. I know we're going to have to wrap up, but tell me a little bit about the new Story Walk that just opened up.
3: So Story Walk was also a partnership project with uh, the Cumberland County uh, Public Library and Information Center and Cumberland Community Foundation. It's women. Wiven's giving circle but it's a it's a walkable storybook it's outdoors along the Cape Fair River Trail runs about a half a mile uh, starts at the playground at Clark Park and um, four times a year the story will change but you can walk, around, walk along with your uh, with your child or a young person
1: and read um, from 16 different stands And I know uh, just in time this summer you guys expanded the mountain bike trail to include uh, a lot more single track. Um, through the woods for mountain bikers but I know also out of the Clark Park you have like the playground and parks and rec have been uh, because of COVID-19 sanitizing facilities so tell me remind parents about what they need to do if they're going to be going to a playground with their kids and uh, you know some of the safety they need to be doing when they're there and tell, talk a little bit also about the sanitation that's been going on sanitizing excuse me
3: Playgrounds throughout the city um, have or are on a regular uh, cleaning schedule. Uh, They're being pressure washed and sanitized regularly. However, uh, when you are out there, you are encouraged to wear a mask and stay six feet away from others and also to uh, follow the uh, governor's orders uh, for group gatherings of no more than 50 people Uh, should be gathering uh, outdoors. But uh, those, those playgrounds are on uh, regular rotation
1: systems for cleaning. Excellent. And uh, before we wrap up, I want to take, talk about some of the newest park that just recently opened up, the Rowan Skate Park. Um, so Shelby, I know you've been working a lot with that. Now this $1 million park is uh, one of the Parks and Recreation bond projects that was approved back in 2016, and a lot of work went into this project. Can you give me some information about some of the work that went into planning the park and some of the features of that park?
4: Yeah, um, so it is, the skate park is at Rowan Park. Um, It is a 16,000 square foot concrete skate park um, that features a flow bowl and a multi-level skating area. Each of those have a variety of elements that are functional for both beginners and for more advanced skaters. Um, It's been awesome to see to go out there and see um, just the age range that's out there. So the the more advanced skaters have been helping the beginners and it's just a very inclusive environment. Um, If you're not a skater, We have benches for you to sit on. Um, There's a picnic table and a few shade structures um, where you can sit and enjoy the weather and watch the skaters. Um, And then there's also two graffiti walls that um, artists have been using to paint murals, and there's been some pretty impressive artwork. And, Shelby, what really surprised me is
0: When I heard that uh, a skate park was being built, I I just assumed it was just for skateboarders. But you go out there and you see people on bikes, uh, you see
4: kids on scooters. What was allowed at the skate park? Yeah, so we allow um, bikes, scooters, skateboards, um, rollerblades, pretty much anything that is not motorized is okay. And I know it was a a highly anticipated
0: park, and now that it's open, um, I think that the skaters are
4: really enjoying it um what's some of the feedback that you're hearing about the skate park um it's just been a very positive environment just being out there and seeing um it's highly utilized um there's generally a lot of people out there um and everybody's just enjoying themselves um it's like i said it's a very inclusive environment and you know the older um, more advanced skaters are helping the younger skaters there's some pretty little kids out there that are Riding around on scooters or on bikes, and they're getting help from the older skaters. And what are the hours of operation? Um, It is open dawn to dusk. Okay. And uh, we would encourage the use of helmets,
0: elbow, and knee pads in the park. Right. Yep. Well, I want to thank all of our guests for joining us today. There's certainly a lot of things that people can still do outdoors, plenty of outdoor activities. Uh, Be sure to visit the Fayetteville Cumberland Parks and Recreation website at fcpr.us.
1: And I know the website has a lot of good information and a lot of chance to, to learn more about what's going on in your community and with your Parks and Recreation facilities. I want to take, thank everybody, Josh, Jennifer, and Shelby, for coming on and sharing all that you guys have been doing at Parks and Rec to, to help out and, and engage with the community. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. That's a mouthful. I always have a hard time with that bit. So you can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Faye TV streaming app. That's now available on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV.
0: You can also view all of our video content by visiting faytv.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at fayettevillenc.gov. Thanks for joining us.
2: At fcpr.us, learn more about all of the programs and activities that Fayetteville-Cumberland Parks and Recreation has to offer. The website is convenient, informative, and mobile-friendly. Start your adventure today at fcpr.us. Stay up to date with the latest happenings with the City of Fayetteville. City Happenings is a City e-newsletter that comes out every two weeks. Sign up today at
4: fayettevillenc.gov. And click on the link, subscribe to E! News at the top.